faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. Experience victory. You are hanging out on Radio Pulpit 657 AM and this is the coolest show on the block. I am live and tonight we're hanging out with uh, Mr. Charles Tutoy coming in from the Western Cape and Danny Vambili who's joining us right here in studio on this very, it's not even a breezy night. I think I'm happy to say that we just have cool temperature, right? Yes, warm, <laughs> warm nights mm, for all mm. those in Gauteng. Yes, so <laughs> what's, what's basically going to be happening tonight is um, this is replacing our interview segment. Um, Danny's going to be with us throughout the entire program. Um, and we're not going to necessarily be doing everything exactly as we used to doing it. So we're just going to be talking moments and celebrating points in time. So this is like a time travel episode of a Marvel series or something. <laughs> <laughs> a Marvel series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Wh- which actors are we? Um, Tom Hedelstein playing Loki is based on time travel. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say Charles is Bruce Banner, also uh-huh. converts to Hulk. You know, you know, when he wears his bulletproof vest, he looks like he's from the military. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and who would you say Danny is, Charles? I know Danny would love to be uh, Black Panther. There we go. Oh, man. wow. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to Wakanda, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny I would I would have not thought of that, actually. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just loving it. It, it, it yeah. suits me right, you know? I agree. Mm, I agree. Panther. Wakanda I'm forever. So, given who, sure. who, who do we give given? Um... Huh. I know. I'm already thinking of the character, the one only character I'd care to be in Marvel. Oh wow! But I want to okay. hear your guys' guess. I, I'm going to try with Iron Man. Nah, nah. <laughs> All the technology in the palm of your hands, given. Yeah, that's a very good nah. guess. Imagine how your shows will be hotter. <laughs> that's a. Let me hear. Let me hear Charles' guess. I've got no idea. For some reason, I'm thinking Hawkeye or somebody, but I don't think that's the one that you would want. No, to absolutely not. That's like the lamest Avenger. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I did not wanted to say that. But I mean, he's the only one that's happily married with a family and stuff like oh, that. Oh wow! So. Oh man, that says a lot about what you think of me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, actually. I love that. It would actually be Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, like... like. Oh, oh that, that makes sense. Yes, absolutely mm. Captain America. It, it sounds like given. <laughs> right? He's right? very poetic. <laughs> Always gives us that one liner that brings you together. <laughs> no, we agree. Yeah. We, we conquer. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let's get into it, gentlemen. So I want, I want us to go back in time. Um, and I want you guys to also just give me... Um, imagery, right? Of all the, I remember I once drove with Charles to a school. Um, I think it was close to Hartis, right, Charles? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mahalis. Mahalis, yes, yes. Um, and it was an agricultural school. And yes. it was so cold. I didn't know it could get, like, you know, when you're so cold, you're shaking just sitting. Like, wow. uh, it was very, very cold. Um, and, and we got there. Even while I was speaking, I couldn't think straight because it was so cold. Oh, and these wow. kids looked like it was just normal. It was just normal. Uh, but it was an amazing event. It was an amazing trip. We had so many good conversations as we were driving there. Uh, but I want to hear your guys' stories, right? Like, just just take me back to some moments that you guys can remember. Um, so I'm going to start with you, Danny. 
All right, so my favorite moment yeah. was we were two newlyweds, mm-hmm. Charles and Zulika, myself and Letitia, mm-hmm. in a tent. <laughs> oh, wow. Somewhere in Heidelberg. <laughs> and this was our first invitation to um, mm-hmm. hashtag, hashtag imagine. imagine. Oh. Remember that, Charles? And we are. It, it was just such a, a, a beautiful experience, mm. bonding. We, we really got very close during that trip. Mm, mm. Then we met a certain gentleman. I, I'm, and I, I'm sure you guys, you've had him here on, mm-hmm. on Radio Pulpit, but mm. we didn't know him well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe his name is Ivo. And he was not mm. telling us the story of his background and how, you know, he was in prison. Mm. And now we it's <laughs> it's cold. We're in the dark. The children are gone. And I'm sitting listening to the story and I don't we don't know him. Mm. So it got very scary at some point because of the story. <laughs> oh wow. So I, I, I felt like it was too much. So I leave Letitia and and Charles and Zulika with him. So now my wife messages me like, where are you? I'm like, I'm getting scared by the story. You know? She's like, so you leave your wife? Imagine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Was but, it that scary, though? It was that scary, you know, because we didn't know. It was like, you know, you're camping. Mm. You're in the dark in the bushes somewhere. Mm, and now the person's mm. telling you, hey. I've I've got a track record. I spent yeah. ten years in jail, you mm, know. Mm. But you know, mm. over the years, Ivo Ivo actually became such a prominent part of hashtag Imagine. Oh wow! Even now, he's written a book about his story, and you know, he's loved one. and he's embraced. Yeah, the the scary one. Wow! Mm. But <laughs> that meeting was just—it was classic. Till this day, mm. we we just laugh about it sometimes. And the fact that I left my wife. <laughs> you bailed. I bailed. I like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Charles, I, th- I think we're, we're, yeah, we're going through, through this uh, backstory or travel in time, like in a bit of a mishmash. But I'd like you to take us back because you, re- you remember like the very, very early days. Um, I was literally looking at a picture um, of Charles, like uh, with holding up, you know, it looks like it's a wanted poster of him basically mm. having committed a crime <laughs> like i looked at this picture oh, and i'm man. like this does not look like Charles. i flip That's it upside him. down i flip it sideways i'm like this does not look like Charles. he was much thinner <laughs> like he was much thinner yeah. but like um he looked like a completely different person he's thinner he doesn't have uh, uh, as big of a beard as he does now no, i have no beard there no, no beard at all oh goodness exactly so i want us i want you to take us through the very early days of when um i am was still a vision like what stories can you tell us then how was it like for you watching i am come to be what it's become today did it was it was an in- amazing journey i just remember that that um ankia was obviously the manager or what i don't actually know what's a proper proper position mm-hmm. or title mm-hmm. came to me and she's like would you want to be part of the youth development of radio pulpit and mm-hmm. i said yeah of course i would i would love to be and then we were three or four people at that stage and we they said we had to develop the entire youth program if i remember correctly and then we sat 
long nights, long hours, uh, just to come up with the name of I Am and to see what we want, what's the vision of I Am. But I think the insane thing was that right from the beginning, God said that we will found it, but we will hand it over, if that makes sense. We knew, because Vusi was, was with me at that stage, and both yeah. of us knew that we're going to start this thing, but we're going to hand it over at some point, and then it's going to explode. Then it's going to do more than what it's currently doing, because uh, I know with everything that's happening with I Am Now, uh, it, but it, we started and we just had these five things that we wanted to do mm-hmm. uh, involve certain people. And that's how we got in with Hashtag Imagine because one of the presenters that was on I Am Radio at that stage uh, was the organizers of, he was part of the organizing team for Hashtag Imagine and he got us there. And we went to as many schools and as many principals as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, somewhere throughout the process, I met Danny and I can't even I remember, can't remember where. where. Like Danny's that guy that you've just always <laughs> known. But like as to how he up. came in your life, you're like, wait a minute, where did I meet this guy? <laughs> I it's am. just like he's, he's always been there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I am. And, uh, and I can't even remember. He wasn't, I wasn't married. He wasn't married at that stage when we became friends, which means it must have been like, I don't know, eight years ago. Mm. Somewhere around there, I can't even remember. And um, we, he just immediately, like a hand and love, came into the I Am movement. And we went to schools, and he did a lot of the stuff. He did some hip hop shows. Mm. Um, and uh, he knew my wife at that stage when when I got engaged and stuff. Uh, we had because I think me and Danny actually went in this. We had similar friends because Joe was a friend of mine, and he yes. was a friend of of yes. Danny's. Um, we we actually then, I. I'd even left radio okay. during that time because um, I was working for oh, another God. Christian station. But mm. I, I left because radio, Christian radio wasn't catering to young people, you know. And then um, someone who was working at, at Radio Pulpit, because mm-hmm. I'd, I'd come and, you know, do shows and stuff. And they were like, look, the Charlotte and them are trying to do this thing and it's going to have young people's music. Mm. And, you know, first I just thought, oh, man, you're pulling my leg, you know. Then that, when that can't I met Charles and Charles was really telling me the story, I was like, okay, mm. I'm, I'm part of it. That's how we were introduced, Charles. Someone brought us into mm. the room and was like, yo, this is Danny. Um, yeah. Now, I one thing, jiggy, one thing jiggy, I jiggy. do know also, I think about Danny. Remember, Charles, when I'm sure you've witnessed a lot of these. Remember when we went to the hashtag imagine camp? Um, where was it? The only one I've been to. You um, went to the one in the free state. Oh, yes. We went to two different Northwest. ones. Yes yes, 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 yes. And I was watching Danny interact with these young people that when we arrived, weren't not even interested in us. <laughs> like it's, yes. it's. It re- I think it's it's what you're saying now, Danny, that really is beginning to resonate with me now. And I think I want to steer the conversation towards that direction. Yeah. The fact that you actually left radio because you felt that Christian radio was not catering to young people. Mm, um, yes. I think mm. that's such... And you were not even at this radio station at the time. Yes. So you saw it as... And I, I love the fact that you were not talking necessarily about the radio station you were in, yes. but you're talking about christian 
radio yep. was not at the time catering for the younger generation, which happens. I feel I feel it when I'm when I'm in particular churches. Mm. I feel like and and this is not anything wrong. I I just feel like it does need it's wrong if it's ignored and it's not dealt with. Mm. The older, you know, like for example, if you start a church 10 or 40 or 50 years ago, the older the people of that church get, they become disconnected with what what it takes to stimulate the younger ones. And of which it's really important to stimulate the younger ones to find ways. I mean, when you, 40 years ago, when you joined the church, Mm. you found stimulation in different things. Mm. But the older you got, you became a lot more, you know, um, 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 like your 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 consumption of Christian content changed the older you got, mm. but now you don't remember how you were when you were younger. Mm. So you think that the young ones should be enjoying what you're enjoying. Like, what's wrong with them? Mm-hmm. They should enjoy these hymns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's they should true. enjoy the songs that we're singing in church. Why do they want these uh, upbeat, uh, funky songs? And so I, I want I want you I want you guys to to uh, I'll start with you this time, Danny. I want you guys to talk. About why is it important for radio to be relevant to young people? Is it because we're just wanting the church to be cooler, or is there something deeper there? Look, given for me, I feel it's very irresponsible of us mm. to leave young people mm-hmm. to go astray, mess up their lives, and then when they're older and They've dealt with all these different repercussions. We're now coming to restore them. Mm. It's it's really irresponsible. Um, I was naughty in school. I was the worst case scenario. <laughs> I was a bully. Because I was bully, I became a bully. Um, and I I literally enjoyed going to the principal's office and being smacked. Yo. You know, that was like, okay. I'm getting my fix my today. Stripes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was this one teacher mm-hmm. who was our Bible teacher who took interest in me. And I'm, I, I was probably in like grade, grade four. Mm. Uh, no, sorry. I was in grade seven. And this teacher, uh, one day I, I was in trouble because I'd hit, a girl and you know and the, the whole school was disappointed like danny how can you hit a girl you oh know? wow and i was now discovering oh my goodness you don't hit girls mm. you know but this teacher came and she said to me look oh the principal wanted to expel me but the teacher came and begged that she helps me write a letter mm-hmm. to this girl one to her and one to her parents apologizing. Okay. To cut a long story short, her involvement in my life in that young age was life-changing because she believed in me so much that I had to stop being naughty. I had to keep thinking, Mrs. Van Buren will be disappointed. Mm. You know, at this time, Mm. I I was going to Oris Park Primary School in Van der Bale Park. So that influence that touched me at a young age was such a seed that even as I grew, long after, in fact, maybe three years ago, I went back to the same school looking for her. Mm. This is like 20 years later. And I'm saying this to say, I believe that when youngsters are not bent yet, mm-hmm. you know, when the tree can still be shaped up to grow in a certain way, mm. the church 
must not wait. We can't leave um, our children to the world and then you know wait for them to be adults. There's too many repercussions there. True. So it worked for me as a person. Hence, I was looking for a way for me to give back understanding how vital it is to be caught while you're still young. Yo. So when Radio Pulpit now was introducing this new um, I, idea, you know, mm-hmm. it was such a, a relief for me because mm. I used to go to schools, I'll perform, do Christian hip-hop and all of this. Then the children will say, okay, where can we listen to you? Oh, wow. Then I'll tell them the station. But they'll always come back and say, but, you know, you guys don't cater to us. Yo. And that's what was difficult. Can you hold it right there? Yeah. Like, like you really, <laughs> really hit a spot. Um, if you're listening to this, we, we have not stopped at this conversation. We will be continuing. Um, and I think we're definitely going to start with Danny continuing with the story from there. Because, like, I can imagine a child hearing something that they feel resonates with them. Yes. And they receive this. You're feeding me with the spoon I like. Yes. You know, yes. where can I get more of these spoons? 